What is up and welcome to episode 80 of The Kraken Pod, a podcast for Seattle Kraken fans, those new and old to hockey and hockey fans looking to have some fun. Along with you, we try to go into what lies beneath when it comes to everything Seattle Kraken and the NHL. The Vegas Golden Knights are the Stanley Cup champions. I had to read that, Um, but we'll react. We'll talk about it. Um, It's always cool to see the Stanley Cup come out no matter what team gets to hold the cup. We'll talk about the Kraken reaction, and I want to look at the Golden Knights Cup win through a Kraken fan's eyes because there's some good things there that we need to realize. So don't be bummed that the Golden Knights won the Stanley Cup. All right, Coachella Valley Firebirds crushing it. Talk about them. Hockey notes from around the NHL. Lots going on, which is cool. Note them questions. Can healthy scratches play in a game after being scratched? That's a, I've never thought about that. I don't know the answer. We'll find out in our three stars of the week. Joey and I will go through what the hell's been going on with our summer. We'll rank it. Good times. Episode 80. We've got to talk about this Vegas Golden Knights Stanley Cup win. Let's get to it. Welcome to the Kraken Pod. Let's go. What is up? My name is Jeff Janusik. This is my friend and co-host, Joey Cirillo. How are ye? Um, you know, considering this is the morning after the uh, Vegas Golden Knights are the official 2022-2023 Stanley Cup champions, I'm doing pretty okay. You know, uh, yeah. Okay. Did you did you watch the game yesterday? Did you watch the I did, and, Cup? and, and uh, I'm going to go earmuffs here early. It fucking sucked. It, it was fun from a perspective of like, damn, Vegas is so on one right now that they are just blowing Florida like out of the water. This season's over. But as I'm watching it, I'm like, holy crap, man, this is the end, you know, of hockey season for the next couple of months. And I was as I'm watching it, too, and I really like. I hitched my wagon to Florida. You did. There are a lot of people that did. Florida, like the wheels of that, the Florida wagon completely fell off. It reminded me of like when I was a kid and I remember like being in school and playing Oregon Trail. Did you ever play Oregon Trail on my computer? Oh, dude, I'm older than yeah. you. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I remember playing Oregon Trail and just remember like, oh, I'm going to Lewis and Clark the shit out of this. And it was like just crushing it. And then you get to a river. It's like, do you want to cross? I'm like, yeah, it looks about four feet deep. I'm going to cross. And then you start going across and you realize it's like 20 feet deep. And then like your cattle start dying of dysentery and everything falls apart. That was Florida, man. We hitched our freaking wagon to them. The wheels fell off, um, you know, and the and they had a good run. But Vegas Golden Knights were the better team. And, you know, they deserve to win as much as I hate to say that. They did, um, and I think what's cool is, you know, you are a newer hockey fan, so you haven't watched a ton of Stanley Cup ceremonies or, or Stanley Cup, you know, winning games. Yes. And over time, you know, the the thing you mentioned was spot on, is like it's the end of hockey season. So even though, like, you know, it's busy for us, and, you know, I'm excited to have a break from hockey for a little bit, I'm also, like, jonesing for the next season for the Kraken, yes. right? Yeah. And so I was bummed about that. But I have learned that I can strip away, for the most part, my hate for teams so that when I, I watch the Stanley Cup ceremony, like, I've never missed one. I've always watched it, and even if I absolutely hated the team. Mm-hmm. And I don't hate the Golden Knights. I don't like them. I don't I really have – I sports hate them. Yeah, and, and, and like, honestly – 
all the players, I've said this, all the players on the Golden Knights, I don't dislike any of them. It's just, mm. it's just the Golden Knights. Anyway, it was awesome to see everything that was going on. And uh-huh. uh, I was thinking about this through um, like the eyes of a Kraken fan. And I was getting very excited. Um, well, let's get to it. Let's get to your Kraken reaction. All right, so I just want to jump into this, and we can talk more about like the the party and all that sort of stuff. I don't know if you've been following things on Twitter, but uh, uh, one thing I do want before we talk about the crack and stuff, I do want to give credit to the Golden Knights fans. I know they're easy to troll; they they do you know bother me quite a bit. I know in the upcoming in the upcoming season we are going to hear so much shit from them because they're insufferable about how good they love their team like i'm excited for when the golden knights go through their eventual you know down slope rebuild type thing because they can be quiet but for now they've earned it but i'm going to give them so much credit is that may have been while the game was just an absolute blowout one of the most exciting crowd you know reactions party atmosphere it's las vegas obviously they know how to do it but like the i've never seen so many people outside of an arena that watching the game outside the arena. So like the atmosphere of that was just absolutely insane. And I could not, I could not imagine being in Las Vegas right now. Like we're recording. I was going to say, we're recording this podcast. It's about 10 AM central time on Wednesday after the win. I, I guarantee you 80% of people who have come to Las Vegas to party have not gone to bed yet. And are just rolling into the next day. It's a hundred percent. Correct. Um, I would disagree on the number of people outside the stadium because I think 90% of those people were tourists that just happened to swing by an NHL shop and throw on a jersey or a sweater, <laughs> as I like to call it. Fair. Um, and I have seen more people outside of a stadium. Anytime they show uh, Toronto during like a regular season game and there's like 10,000 people outside because there's nothing else to do in fucking Toronto except watch the Leafs and then uh, live or die by that team. No, man. So... I'm with you. I have to give them credit, but people in Las Vegas who are fans of the team will be familiar with this term. I'm going to double down. I'm going to double down on my hate. I'm going to Ooh. double down on my shit talking. All right. Um, so wait, hold on, hold on. This is, this is, yeah, this is Joey's Kraken fix. I got a Kraken fan reaction. This is, yes. this is Joey's Kraken reaction to the Stanley Cup win. Keep going. Yeah. I like where you're going. Let's go. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm doubling down. And again, they're familiar with that term. All those degenerate fucking gamblers that never watch hockey that all of a sudden are lifelong fans. I'm going to double down on my sports hate for the Vegas Golden Knights for no particular reason whatsoever, which honestly I will embrace even more because that's going to piss them off. Like, why don't you like us? I'm like, you know what? I can't really explain it. I just don't fucking like you. And I'm not going to give you a reason. And that's going to be infuriating. And I don't even care. Um, so, yeah, that's how that's how I'm rolling. Um, I'm going to treat this uh, Stanley Cup final uh, like the like the bubble championship for the Lakers and just be like, did that even count? I don't know. Did I even watch that series? I don't know. Like Florida should I even been in that playing against you. I mean, it's all kind of fluky. But hey, congrats. you kind of won. You kind of won. And also that uh, that ceremony, I know we're going to get into it uh, in a second here. Holy shit, man. Does it always last that long? Like I saw your tweet about how like, oh, the craps, the craps players or the craps dealers are about to start skating around with the trophy. I was like, holy shit, man, this is really taking forever. And uh, but for like all jokes aside, though, um, like I I do, I do have to give them credit, man. Like they were just the better. They were the better team and they deserve and they deserve to win as painful as it is to say that. And um, the one thing I will 
uh, I will also say in regards to this entire series was Florida's game plan going in from the very start of it was just completely fucked. Um, I don't know what they were trying to do, but it looked like their whole plan was to kind of like cause some chaos and do a little bit of bully hockey and try to get under the skin of Las Vegas and, um, and really kind of dictate the terms of how the game would go. The issue with that being uh, Vegas having the experience, um, all of their dudes were also just so much fucking bigger and better than Florida's guys. And you heard uh, the Las Vegas head coach, whose name is uh, slipping me right now, but you heard him telling his players over and over and over again, like, don't fall for the bullshit. Just keep doing your thing. And Florida kept trying to drag them down to like this nasty style of hockey. And Vegas is like, yeah, we're just going to beat the brakes off of you and uh, and not try to you know play into this shit. And uh, and they handled their business on the ice. And that's the reason why they're the champions. Bruce Cassidy, um, who, by the go. way, uh, lost to the Golden Knights. This was in 2018. Yes, uh, in their inaugural season, as he was the coach of the the Boston Bruins. I'm sorry, I didn't lose the Golden Knights. He lost to the Blues, St. Louis Blues. So like, it was nice to see him back in there um, in 2019. My bad. So totally uh, uh, wrong there. Um, but okay, so as a Kraken fan, I'm pumped to watch the Golden Knights win the Stanley Cup. Not because I like the Golden Knights, but because of a couple of things here. Number mm. one, the depth. Okay, the depth of the Golden Knights and they, um, you know, I saw some stuff this morning talking about long term IR and how they were able to go over the cap by like almost, you know, 18 million dollars. Yes. Putting guys on long term IR to keep them on the team and then allowed them to bring more players like, you know, Barbashev in that sort of stuff. But I want to say this is the depth. Joey, I don't know if you if you watch any of the the aftermath, like on Twitter, the news the Florida Panthers run ended because they were all fucking destroyed. They were all so. And the depth is what you should be excited about as a Kraken fan, because Ronnie Francis has built this team, as we saw around depth around having four solid good lines and going into the season, starting with that. And of course, whatever he does in the offseason with the draft and with free agency, he's just going to kind of like continue to make, you know, th- those four lines that are all pretty awesome and fairly equal in terms of what they can do. Got us to like a uh, B plus season. Right. And he's going and that and that's probably like B plus talent across the board. If you look at all four lines, the average is like B plus. Well, he's going to keep tinkering to get that that eventual, you know, uh, what do you call that median up to like an A plus. So mm. if you look at the Vegas golden Knights, which we heard nonstop depth, 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 it's absolutely true. They had so many great players on each of those lines. They all could perform and do what they had to do. And that's what outlasted and destroyed the Florida Panthers because Matthew Kachuk, it was announced he had a broken sternum. He played on a broken sternum after game three so he, you know, helps win game three, right? In the, uh, 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 what do you call it? An overtime. Overtime goal. He only played limited time in game four. And then last night he didn't play. He had a broken sternum. Mm-hmm. Aaron Ekblad had a broken foot playing on a broken foot. And that's just part of the NHL playoffs. That's what's awesome is you hear that sort of stuff. And, um, and that's why it's the greatest sport on the planet because these players just got through this stuff. But the Panthers knew going into it because of all their injuries. I think they knew that they were going to get swamped. They were going to get destroyed because 
there's so many players that went quiet in the the finals for the Panthers. It's probably because they're all just completely messed up. You cannot come in as an eight seed just squeaking into the playoffs and roll through the Eastern Conference, which, by the way, Western Conference for life, fantastic, awesome, except for the Detroit Red Wings. It's the only team I'll give a pass to. Um, <laughs> it, as, as they got the shit kicked out of them, they just couldn't make the depth of the Vegas Golden Knights allowed them to just to roll through everybody, have an epic playoff, and just be fantastic. They only got really challenged by the Edmonton Oilers, and that says a lot about the Oilers, which is pretty cool, I guess, for the Oilers fans out there. But the Vegas Golden Knights, super deep, and the Florida Panthers, nowhere near deep enough to overcome all of these injuries. So, like, if Jack Eichel had gone down, while you know, Jack Eichel could have won the Conn Smythe uh, as the MVP of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, if Jack Eichel would have gone down in some at some point in these playoffs, maybe didn't play in the finals, they still would have won. Matthew Kachuk had a broken sternum, and Matthew Kachuk was like the literal, you know, car battery of this Florida Panthers team. And him being screwed up, that completely messed everybody else up. Plus, I can't even imagine what else we're going to hear about um, about the different uh, 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 injuries. Like Paul Maurice basically said last night, the Florida Panthers coach after the game, he said, "Look." We've got so many injuries and some are really bad. There's some guys on our team, not going to say who, who may not start the season in September and October because of these injuries. Like they're going to be recovering that long. So as a Kraken fan, you should be pumped because Ronnie Francis is building this team based around depth. And that's exactly what wins you championships. And I really feel like this is something that could come to the Kraken here in the next, you know, couple of years. Uh, and then the long-term IR rules, uh, I see some people complaining about that. And like I just mentioned and saying like, Oh, well the golden Knights were able to build that depth because of this. I'm, I'm the way I'm looking at this is that I'm, and I'm, and I'm uh, it's like taxes, right? You, if you know how to do your taxes, if you hire somebody to do your taxes, you're paying those people to look at all the rules that are out there and see how you can, um, pay the least amount of taxes based on the rules that are out there. They need to know the playbook, all the rules, right? And if you're not doing that out of morality or whatever it is, right, which that's the rules. If you can find a way to pay less taxes based on the rules that they give you, the playbook, here's the playbook, right? Then that's on you to figure that out. Everybody should be doing that. Everybody in the planet should be figuring out how to to pay less taxes based on the rules, right? Don't cheat. But with long-term IR, it's a rule. Until it changes, it's there. If, if there's any coaches out there or any GMs out there that are like, ah, we're not going to do that, which I doubt, right? They're not, or they're going to be fired. Uh, we're not going to do that because that's just not right. We're going to build our team the right way. That's stupid. I think that's honestly dumb. And Ron Francis uses it too. And the Kraken use it too. And a smart GM, a smart coach, a smart team are going to be given the playbook and say, here's all the rules. And they're going to go, how can we use these rules to help us win? So the long-term IR thing, don't bring that conversation, bring that up and saying that the Vegas Golden Knights didn't deserve to win the Stanley Cup because that's a bunch of bullshit. They were smart. They figured it out until that rule changes. I mean, use it as much as you can. So as a Kraken fan, be excited about the depth winning a Stanley Cup because that is exactly the type of team the Seattle Kraken are building, and their pipeline is so strong. This is coming to us. We're going to go deeper eventually in the playoffs, and then this long-term IR stuff. We have a team that is so smart. They know how to exploit the rules that they're given, and they totally will do that. So 
I say the Vegas Golden Knights Stanley Cup win is a great thing for Kraken fans to be excited about because we are building a team just like they built the team. Credit to this, the Vegas Golden Knights for doing it. They crushed it. They built the team based around misfits and 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 they just they just did it. And that's everything that the Seattle Kraken want to be and should want to be. So I'm I'm not gonna say too many more positive things about the Vegas Golden Knights from here on out, but congrats on the Stanley Cup. Um I'm excited as a Seattle Kraken fan. I love the only thing I'm gonna say is I love the analogy about the taxes and like leave it up to you know Las Vegas to figure out a way to skirt around some shit. It's like old school Vegas mob money. But no, man, um I actually completely agree with you. And this used to be a thing that I harped on and I brought up before and I've given examples of how Las Vegas specifically um, has used that rule to their advantage. But at the end of the day, and I saw the same thing that you were seeing, a lot of a lot of people just chirping about um, them taking advantage of the long-term IR, which impacts you know the, the salary cap and what you can do uh, when it comes to playoff. At the end of the day it's a rule in hockey and every freaking organization is going to do it. And it, it, it really did used to bother me like legitimately, but it's one of those things where it's like, if this were flipped and the Seattle Kraken last night were the ones hoisting the Stanley, which by the way, I would not be able to record this podcast because I'd be shit faced still. Um, but if they were the ones hoisting the Stanley and they were able to, you know, figure out some moves and, and utilize the long-term IR to their benefit in the playoffs to get them to that point. None of us would be saying anything about it. We'd be defending this team to the freaking teeth. The Kraken would still deserve to win it, blah, blah, blah. So it doesn't take away anything, as much as I hate to say this, from uh, from Las Vegas winning winning it all last night. Because, again, it's a rule in hockey. Um, every organization, every smart GM, every coach is going to find a way to utilize that if they feel like they this is their chance to win. It's what they did. It's open to every other team that's in the NHL. This is not a thing that is specific to Las Vegas. Have they utilized it probably more? Are there more examples? Absolutely. Um, but, you know, they did what they had to do, and they keep going all in um, with that franchise because they saw a window to win a championship. And honestly, I was talking shit saying that I think their their window was closing and ours was getting bigger and bigger. And they proved me wrong, and they shut me up in that regard. So now – you know, I have to uh, kind of rethink on that, but double down and continue talking my shit. But it's one of those things where I completely agree with you. We have not talked about this outside the podcast, but uh, yeah, you can't you can't harp on Las Vegas for that because if, if this were flipped, we'd be defending the Kraken. So it is what it is. Absolutely. Um, so I'm excited as a Kraken fan. the The celebration last night uh, was awesome to see. Um, Mark Stone, the captain, hoist the Stanley Cup. That's always an awesome moment. Um, whenever you see, you know, the captain pull the cup and just go and then the fireworks and all that sort of stuff, that was that was pretty phenomenal. Um, yes. It's always a cool moment to see that, especially to like, again, there's nobody on that team that I dislike. Uh, I just don't like the Golden Knights as a, as a whole. And so it was cool to watch the guys celebrate and enjoy the win. I always thought it, 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 I always loved to see when the families come on the ice and the babies, that sort of stuff are out there and they got the 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 noise canceling headphones on doing all this different shit. And I love seeing the announcers talk to players and it's just, it's just cool to listen to them and just celebrate and have a good time. March or so wins the con Smythe and that dude lights out. I love that guy. He scored so many goals in the playoffs. He's a small 
player. He just crushed it. He was fantastic. Jack Eichel, him, and Barbashev, what a line. Just fantastic. Um, during the celebration, too, which I did tweet last night. You already mentioned this, is that it seemed to go on forever. And I get it. The announcers were like, you know, this is a team game. They basically let everybody in the organization, like the marketing guy, you know, like hoist the Stanley Cup. Person that sets up the pucks pregame. <laughs> yeah, like literally everybody on the training staff. The, so the players went through it. And then there was just way more like from the coaches all the way through that, like literally the front office people, the back office people, like the interns were playing with it, I guess. It seemed to go on for two hours. Uh, owner Bill Foley. Well, I thought this was pretty cool. Uh, he, uh, <laughs> you know, he's like a thousand years old, right? Um, you know, they had to help him. I saw that. They, they like, helped him hoist the cup. Which yeah, is pretty might, cool. This might fall down and smash this old man's head, and he better be careful. He's on ice, just holding weight above his head. Like this has disaster written all over it. Yep. And then uh, Sean Burke, who's the goalie coach for the uh, Golden Knights, he hoisted the cup, which is pretty cool. Old school goalie was a Hartford Whaler, which is pretty fantastic. Uh, Steve Miggs, who's one of the Kraken Pod family. Yeah. Um, you know, he's, he does so much stuff in Seattle. He's well known. Um, he, we, I was tweeting with him last night and he, he tweeted a picture back to us of him wearing a Sean Burke, uh, Hartford Whalers, uh, hockey Jersey, which is pretty neat. Fuck so yeah. anyway, it's cool to see like all these players from like the past and then the new players and just the team do it. Um, hoisting the Stanley cup and, and yeah, I just can't imagine the stories we're going to hear over the next couple of days and weeks of the party in Las Vegas. I just, that's scary. Honestly, I hope that there's like, you know, all players check in. Like there might be like a, you know, on Facebook when you can mark yourself safe, like there may, the players may have to be like, mark myself safe from uh, uh, crazy partying for the Stanley cup in, in Las Vegas. Like they need to like check in with the Las Vegas golden Knights fan over the next few days to say like, are y'all still alive? Have you survived? <laughs> Is anybody at the bottom of like the, you know, the hotel pool? It's got to make sure that they're not passed out, you know, that sort of thing. So, yeah, also, uh, last thing on my end is a shout-out to Shea Theodore and Keegan Colasar, former yeah. Seattle Thunderbirds who also won uh, the Cup last night and were you know, getting to hoist that along with everybody else. So that was a pretty cool moment to see. So uh, congrats to the Las Vegas Golden Knights and winning the Stanley Cup. And All right, we've said enough good things about those yeah, We're ready for the draft next and then free agency. <laughs> we got the awards ceremony. Right, excited to see Maddie Beniers uh, here in like next week hoist the the Calder the Calder Trophy, which is fantastic. And speaking of ho- hosting trophies and the pipeline uh, for the Seattle Kraken, Coachella Valley Firebirds are still crushing it right now in the AHL. Um, how are they doing in their playoff series right now versus the Hershey Bears? Yeah, so uh, Hershey Bears, uh, called our cut finals right now. Uh, they played they played last night, and obviously, you know, a lot of people, at least nationally, weren't really paying attention with uh, Las Vegas winning it all. But they are currently up 2-1 to one on the Hershey Bears. They actually lost last night in overtime. It was a 5-4 loss. It was a goal by Riley Sutter of the Hershey Bears uh, to, to beat the Coachella Valley Firebirds. But previous to that, man, uh, Joey Decord, pro Joey podcast, pro freaking goalie podcast, that dude had two games, two shutouts, even had an assist on a goal in game two. Um, so yeah, the, the Firebirds are still in a good position, man. They're up, they're up two to one. They still control the series. It's looking really good. So Coachella Valley Firebirds, shout out to them. Um, they're doing their thing and they're up two one. And I'm still predicting them to uh, to win the Calder Cup, and that's going to be really exciting. 
Yeah, I would say that they've got that, you know, Joey Decor playing so well and just, just yeah, they've they've got that. That'd be awesome to see. So uh Seattle, you know, area hockey between the the Firebirds being in the in the Kraken pipeline and then of course the Thunderbirds, you know, crushing it so so well this season. It's nice to have hockey in Seattle doing fantastic. A uh, couple other like NHL notes. Uh, I want to bring up some Kraken uh, pod fam notes too. Pittsburgh is 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 really going for it. Uh, Kyle Dubas, of course, we talked about this last week. He uh, left Toronto, basically got fired, um, but then he is now the new GM. Uh, he's bringing in a whole bunch of people that you can tell. Like his his deal is like Jason Spezza is coming over there to help out, um, and you can yeah. tell that they're going for it, knowing that the window on the Sidney Crosby era. And, you know, uh, Malkin era, that's going to close here soon. So they have to go for it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's exactly what Dubas is going to come in to do. He's pissed off that, you know, uh, uh, about the Leafs for whatever reason. So I'm, I guarantee you the, the Penguins are going to be going hard uh, in this offseason to try and stack up so they can make a run before Crosby decides to hang it up, which that'll be a glorious day. When that, when that day happens and he retires, I'll be – so happy so excited i'll be <laughs> celebrating that day <laughs> goodbye thank no, you thank no you. notes on that yeah. yeah i know Sidney crosby is your secret favorite player of all time so thank you for fair. one of the most yeah. uh epic stat careers um but also to being one of the most lamest uh people on the planet uh mr vanilla so there you go uh mm-hmm. awesome uh anyway that's that's great so that's that's <laughs> <laughs> Pittsburgh Eastern Conference, which the Eastern Conference we now officially know sucks. Uh, yes. No matter what the big media tells you, and they get all amped up about how great the East Coast teams are, da, 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 they suck. They all suck. We know that. Uh, Peter Laviolette was named the new Rangers head coach, and uh, you know I, I'd like to see the Rangers do well. They got a lot of talent. They they you know they need to make some moves here. Uh, he replaces uh, Gerard Gallant. Um, and he's a pretty hardcore coach, so we'll see. Maybe they need some some players to beat their ass a little bit, which is great. So, new coach there, the Ottawa Senators. I don't know if you followed any of their you know talks to sell the team. We've talked about this before, like Ryan Reynolds' group. Um, they're out. They, they are. They're out. They backed out. Um, yeah, a month ago because they're all just you know the whole deals is kind of fucked up. And what the joke is is like the Ottawa Senators have always kind of been a joke since they entered the league in the nineties. Um, poorly run, but they have reached a tentative agreement to sell uh, to the group, the last remaining group, because there was another group that was in there that basically got like, uh, your finances suck, so you're going to be out. Michael Anlauer, um and his group, they have entered into a purchase agreement. So I don't know what the Canadian rates, mortgage rates are or finance rates are over there. Um, you know, here in the United States, they're 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 slowing down a little bit, but they're still sky high. So, I, I, if you're trying to buy a house right now, I feel for you. Um, so, I don't know what the uh, the finance rates are on buying an NHL team, but it sounds like they got approved. Now they have to submit their taxes. You know, they got to go through that whole thing. They got to go in and say, "Hey, here's our forms." They're filling shit out. They're at the mortgage office right now. They're trying to figure that shit out. That's a joke. I'm trying to make a joke about buying. A they're house. at Rocket Mortgage right now. This is like Canadian succession. I don't that, like this shit. Has to be. The like the all the back end work and all the you know the the back and forth meetings and the and the trying to put yourself in a position to buy, I don't know, man. It just it just sounds completely exhausting. If it was an easy thing to do, 
and somebody who was like a mega fan who had a lot of money could get a group of good people together to buy a team like Ryan Reynolds. Like if they bow out, you know, there's just a lot of bullshit going on like behind the scenes, but we'll, we'll have a uh, news on a, an actual owner here soon. Yep. Um, and I want to say this, it, it would be totally awesome is obviously we know, or if you don't, um, it's talked about often is that a Canadian team hasn't won a Stanley cup in 30 years. Right. So yeah, it's a, it's a USA driven sport. We are the best at hockey. Um, we're the best at everything else. USA, USA. Absolutely. I was thinking about this. If Matthew could chuck, when we go back to the Olympics, um, and I think the world championships of hockey, are they this year or next year? It might be next that year. Did a rod with the dogs. No, it's, it's a completely different thing. It's like a in-between okay. year. Wait, when was when were the Winter Olympics? Was that 22? <sighs> I don't know. Yeah, probably. So the Winter Olympics is 26. So I think World Championships are next year. Um, Matthew Kachuk has got to be the captain of that team. He has to be. Um, yeah. It's got to be. So American hockey, USA hockey, whoosh, they need to get their shit together. because they. Well, there's a dude playing over in Toronto that would probably, uh, you know, disagree oh. with that. Yeah, no, 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 no. Matthew Kachuk is the captain. Is he the best player on the team? Arguably. I don't know. He's, he's arguably Matthew Kachuk. I, I'd, I would take Matthew Kachuk over um, Austin Matthews in one second. 0.1 seconds. Hmm. I'm building a team, right? And I'm building a team around a player that's going to like, if you don't think that, then Joey, we've got to like go to counseling together. Hockey counseling. That's well, Austin with an I. If he spelled his name right, it'd probably be more on his side. Matthew Kachuk with a broken sternum, just led his shit team to the Stanley cup finals. I can't Austin argue Ma- Austin yeah. Matthews is, is more concerned about, and I like him a lot. I mean, growing he's, a he's bad mustache. Boy. Yeah. And hanging out with Justin Bieber and getting sucked into the rockstar life of being in the Toronto media. Yeah. But as a, as a person that's formerly hung out with Justin Bieber, that's actually one thing you and Austin with an I Matthews have in common. Yeah. It's like what? Two degrees of separation right there. So yeah. I mean, basically you awesome. guys are kind of friends. So. Yeah, I, mean, I never thought about that. It's like I've met, you know, Justin Bieber and talked to him and stuff in person. Mm-hmm. So that really puts me with like two connections of most celebrities, if you really think about it. Yeah, he gave you an acoustic version of Baby just one-on-one while you maintained eye contact. So you guys have gotten pretty intimate. I would argue you're like second place only to his wife. And even I, that, so that's questionable. I don't want to talk about that much more because he was 12 when I met him <laughs> on a radio show. So... We need to move past this. Uh, some Kraken Pod family notes. The Kraken Pod is, is uh, you know, fam is still out there doing their summer stuff. So it's awesome to talk to you guys about this. And like, what are you doing over the summertime? Um, Piper Shaw tweeted uh, last night, which I thought was cool. The pictures of her two Emmys for being part of the Root Sports broadcast team that took a whole bunch of Emmys in the regional Emmy Awards, which is awesome. So that was cool. And I said in the tweet, I said, this is this hardware uh, presentation ceremony. Uh, is way better than the one that we saw last night in Las Vegas. So um, props to to Pipes and and, and to her. Nicky O. Yeah, Nicky O did the same thing. Uh, Nick Olchek was uh, was tweeting out his awards as well, and that's really cool to see. And next time we have them on the podcast, we have to we have to introduce them as Emmy award winning people. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Make yeah. that note absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wanted to follow up too on uh, last week. I was putting out some feelers to get somebody uh, from the Kraken pod fam to go to the Kraken uh, equipment sale. Yes. And uh, a, a guy, Scotty, uh, Scotty blue on Twitter reached out and said, Hey, I'll, 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 I'll help you out. I'm going to go, I'm going to go do it. And I said, awesome. Here's my number. 
I'm looking for some gloves. Uh, if you can find some, you know, obviously I'll pay you and, and uh, back and then, you know, send you some swag and da, 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 da. He's like, absolutely. Um, and he went no gloves, but he sent pictures. He got a uh, uh, Tolvanen stick, which is pretty cool. Mm, I don't know how much Tolvanen. he paid for that. Yeah. And nice. he got uh, yep, Golvenen stick. And he got uh, a cool puck, which is pretty cool. So anyway, I want to say thanks to him for uh, offering to grab me some stuff. So Scotty did nothing for you. And we're just, uh, no. Yeah, but he, he's the one who re- he reached out. He said, hey, I'll do it, man. He, without me having to say anything, he just did it. And I was like, like Jeff, yeah. I knew I told you I would go there and get you some gloves. Check out this golden and stick. Well, I kind of like, you know, he, <laughs> there were no gloves. There were no gloves. That's what I said. I, I want, I want the gloves. There were no gloves. He did his job. I sent, I said, send me a picture of your, your, what you got, your haul. And he did pretty awesome. So I'm oh, pumped. Yeah. I'm nice. jealous. I love that shit. So next year, need to be in Seattle for a lot of things. The uh, Winter Classic, which the tickets went on sale. Holy shit. Um, <laughs> super expensive. And then also, too, so t- uh, Winter Classic, uh, a Seattle Kraken playoff game, and the equipment sale. I got to make those travel dates now. Yeah, we got to make that shit happen. We got to start totally. make, trying to make money on this podcast. Oh, something. no, we're doing that. Sponsorships are available. What's up? Hey, uh, speaking, I just I just thought of something. What? If Las Vegas is letting like everyone and their mother quite literally hoist the Stanley, I think we're in good position for when the Seattle Kraken win it. I'm just saying, like we should be allowed. We we should be on the ice hoisting the Stanley. At minimum, I honestly don't care about that. I just life goal for me. I need to drink beer out of the Stanley Cup. I have a friend that's done it. I need to oh. do it. Like it, it's got to happen. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I think have we talked about that before. I think so yes we have yeah 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 i've touched it no no, no i didn't touch it i stood next to it stood next to it um to touch it you too scared was that a was there a rope yeah i change? may have i don't remember it was at like a strip mall in detroit that sounds about right <laughs> from the range from the rangers stanley cup win i forgot who it was who, who definitely didn't sneak into an after party you're hanging out next to like a claire's and there's like the stanley cup is just right next to you and like you can yeah. take a photo but if you fucking touch it we're gonna that was the face. wild, wild west of hockey, man. It was pretty much, you know, hockey was just starting to take off again. Yeah. But our next Spencer's gifts was yeah. just the Stanley Cup, and there's Jeff Janusic in a fucking Little Caesars T-shirt. Well, it, it, it I want to say this is I, I was having fun throwing some bets down with the DraftKings Sportsbook app on the finals, and uh, I, it was and and I think what was kind of cool and poignant was I spent my last $3 in my DraftKings gambling fund last night on an epic parlay. Uh, I took, I did take the Vegas golden Knights to win, but then I picked a whole bunch of goal scores and I shot myself in the foot cause I made it too intense, but I only had three bucks. So I was trying to get the most out of my, my parlay. And um, I hit like on three out of the six things that I picked. But anyway, long story short is I feel like I feel cleansed because mm. um, I'm down to my like, I have 53 cents left in my account. I'm not putting anything else in my DraftKings Sportsbook app account because mm-hmm. although I do want to play some bets on the U.S. Open this weekend for golf, um, but I will not do that because I'm waiting for Maddie Beniers to hoist the Calder and yes. thus get us our cash in, and yes. I'll have a fresh $550 in my account. So then yes. that'll that will sit. I'm going to take a break over the summer, which I probably won't. And you will not. I'm going to wait until hockey season starts again in October, and then I'll have fresh Maddie Beniers-led funds to use my DraftKings Sportsbook gambling addiction, which I just love it. Not addict. I shouldn't make late, but I love it. It's fun. And 
I think you should give it a try. We have the NBA, right? The NBA playoffs, Dunzo. Congrats to the Nuggets. Um, and there's still tons of ways to get in on the gambling fun uh, because they have so many different sports. You, you know, we've got the college baseball World Series. We've got golf. There's tons of stuff happening all over the world, really, right? So what you should cricket. do is cricket. Rugby in New Zealand. Rugby. Like, okay, uh, I'm going to place one bet down on some who in rugby. Somebody gets punched in the mouth, and that's like a lock. So that's a really good prop bet right there. Isn't cricket know. the uh, – is that the game where they take tea breaks and the game could last like a week? I don't – I don't that know. what I'm thinking of. It's like baseball, but, but they, way worse. But like way bigger field, I think, and like the ball's smaller. Like little with like little paddles and shit. And you're like, oh, we're gonna take a little time out for some fucking tea. Yeah, but some of those guys can really crank those things, which is pretty. I would hope so. I'd be well rested too if I could take a day off to just sip on some tea under some shade. You yeah. should be able to bet on how long the tea time is going to last. Tea time? Yeah, probably. Probably. Oh, I don't know. Tea time. You're thinking golf. <laughs> what if I go in? What if I go into the season, uh, NHL season? Like, oh, dude, all my Maddie Veneers funds are gone because I started betting on cricket. I would probably somehow find a way to reach out to your wife and say, "Hey, I don't typically do this, but I think we need to have an intervention." <laughs> <laughs> Good. Okay. Thank. I, you're my failsafe. Thank you. Hey, <laughs> if I'm your failsafe, you're fucked. <laughs> right. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Uh, I couldn't call your wife because I was blacked out. It's crazy. Yeah, but I uh, thought about you. I did, man. <laughs> so here's the deal: is if you're a new customer, you've got to go look into the DraftKings Sportsbook. If you haven't downloaded this thing yet, go look into it. Uh, it is fun, and you can. That's what's cool. We make jokes, but like you can spend a dollar and, and make a fun bet. And it's fun to do that along with, you know, your favorite teams, right? So they offer up tons of incentives for you to come in, place a couple dollars bet, and you'll get bonus bets back based on if your team wins, that sort of stuff. So you really should look into it. When you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, use code THPN, the Hockey Podcast Network. We're part of that network. Use the code THPN when you sign up with the DraftKings Sportsbook app and you're going to get some cool bonus bet, right? So go do it and make sure that you check out our show notes for details because, you know, DraftKings Sportsbook, it's not, you can't gamble in every single state. Some states it's restricted, obviously too. You know, we make light of it, but if you've got a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. But check our show notes for details. Make sure you, dra- you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. It's a blast, easy to use, super safe, love it do it DraftKings sportsbook so let's go to our notum questions question uh notum questions is where look there's there's so much stuff to understand in hockey we don't know it all you don't know it all you might be new to hockey and if you want to ask a question you've been waiting you want the answer you can't find the answer you're afraid to ask other podcasts because they'll shame you which they do behind your back we don't ask us a question anything in no dumb questions excuse me I'd like to ask you a few questions. So, Joey, what is this week's no dumb question question? This is a good one. Uh, it's a quick one. But can a healthy scratch player come in to play a game in which they are healthy scratch? And this came from Twitter at sbellman523, a.k.a. Kraken4 life, number four, Kraken4 life. Uh, and the, so really quick, I just wanted to go into like what is a healthy scratch. And that's just when a player is scratched from a game, not because they are injured, or physically unable to perform. It could also be like a performance-related issue, a motivational tactic by a coach, whatever. Um, the quick answer is no. Like, the players do not even dress. Like, if they are healthy scratched, there is a 0% chance 
that that player is going to play in a game. So if they are a healthy scratch for that game, that player cannot be, you know, with the team in the locker room, chilling in a suit. Then all of a sudden shit gets tight in the third period. And they're like, you know what? Actually, we're going to dress you and throw you out there. It ain't, it ain't happening. I didn't know that. That's a great question. I saw that question come in. I was like, that's an awesome question for no yeah. questions. Cause I didn't know. I mean, I assumed there was some sort of official rule, but I was like, is there an official rule? I mean, could they, you know, if the whole team gets like a dysentery, like in um, Oregon trail, you know what I mean? <laughs> yes, exactly like that. Oh, oh, oh man. The entire three, the, the, all four of our lines, cattle died uh, of dysentery and shoot, we're screwed. So, okay. That's good to know. Great question. So if you got a question, DM us, hit us up, let us know. Um, we are still doing notum questions over the, uh, and we have some stuff in reserve too, which we can go through, but uh, we're still doing that. So hit us up in the DMs at crack and pot everywhere. And, you know, our personal lives have been busy. Everybody's in that summer schedule. It's completely random and weird, I think. And maybe I'm, it's just me, but I feel like Joey, everybody's kind of feeling that pinch right now as we are like full summer swing going into mid June of like what's happening right now. There's no consistency with anything. Mm-hmm. Stuff's absolutely madness. Everybody's got vac- vacation. This, da, 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 da. I haven't heard from my friends in like three weeks because everybody's scattered around the country doing shit. Do you feel that vibe of like things are just kind of wacky and summer schedule? Yeah, I don't like it. I don't even have kids and I've been all over the damn place. But hey, you've heard from me and I'm your friend. So, you know. <laughs> but no, well, man, it's like a, we're all mad here. That's kind of how it is right now. It's just been crazy chaotic i'm excited for things to just settle down i just want to be next to a pool with a fucking drink in my hand yeah that's true definitely doing some of that all right so our three stars of the week this is where we talk about you know things that have been going on in our lives and we rank them like based on how 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 great they are in our lives so uh with that three stars of the week uh again we always i always forget who started you started last week or did i start last no you definitely done like the last three weeks in a row just like good you're on a heater oh all right, cool. I'm going to say my third, <laughs> I'm going to go. I'm going to roll with it. My third star of the week, golf. Golf. <laughs> Turning my attention to golf. I got the golf clubs out. I got a, 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 which, a practice net in the back. I started watching YouTube videos again. I'm going to actually give this a shot. I'm going to try. Mm. I'm going to think I'm going to get a lesson. I'm actually going to try and give this a shot. I, I love to golf. I golf like twice a year. I always love it. I've always sucked at it because I've never put time into it. I am officially starting that. Um, super pumped. Also watching golf. The live like the golf is in a good position right now because there's so much crazy shit happening. Um, last weekend, this is pretty neat. This is a cool sports moment. You should watch this and it, you, you'll enjoy it. Maybe you saw this. I don't know, but the uh, RBC Canadian Open happened last weekend, the Open Championship of Canada. And people were super pumped because Nick Taylor, he became the first Canadian to win it since the 50s. Mm-hmm. So it's in Canada. He wins. On top of that, the video is amazing because you need to watch this. He was in a playoff with the, I, the I forgot who it was, but it was it came down to like sudden death playoff. They were on their fourth playoff hole, and he had a 71-foot putt, an eagle putt, to, which is two under, right, to, um, to win the playoff hole. He knocks a 71-foot putt directly into the hole. The place goes insane. That's like the last-minute shot in basketball, right, that wins the game. P- 
people start st- jumping out of the st- the stands to run and rush and like it was awesome moment and even better was uh one of his his like best friends also professional golfer who was on the the in the open adam hadwin he has a, a bottle of champagne starts to run towards him to like pour champagne on him he gets fucking tackled by security <laughs> <laughs> a security guard who's doing his job you know they're trying their best because like they, you know people are running at this guy just happy canadians and we know that like no canadian's gonna harm any other canadian right so anyway this this the security guard tackles adam hadwin and you can see like uh in the video footage of it like all the other security guards and other play, uh like people are like no 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 that guy's a, he's one of the pros he's one of the pros one of the pros and the guy's like oh, oh shit sorry dude <laughs> so Anyway, golf is in a prime position right now. I'm pumped to watch the U.S. Open this weekend. Um, a lot of great things happening. I'm totally into it. My son right now, summer schedule, he is uh, with his grandparents and his cousin. The, he is at a golf and tennis uh, camp daily through this week. So he's learning about golf and learning how to golf. So like he's, oh, he's better than you. Oh, automatically better than me. The kid's an yeah. athlete, first of all. I mean, I'm not yeah. saying that he's he's he is good at every sport he plays. He just is. Um, that is not me. Um, that's my wife. Honestly, it's my wife. She's really good at every sport she plays, and um, he he's gonna be better than me automatically. I guarantee it because he doesn't overthink shit. He just does it. I'm sitting here going like YouTube videos, and I gotta adjust this, do the th- make sure I put this under my chin and stand four feet away. It's and I've got Pythagorean a, theorem. I've got to I've yeah. got to make sure my left shoulder is up over my right because I'm a driver, and four just like whoop. So, yeah, exactly. Just hit the <laughs> ball, son of a son. bitch. I'm going to surprise you here for a second. Um, as we know, I'm a big golf guy. I don't miss it. I love it so much. I play all the time. Um, take it very seriously. I stay sober. I don't drive the cart hammered. Um, I actually watched the RBC Canadian Open. It was a 72-foot putt for Eagle. Shit. I did, I did see that. the moment. It was an incredible moment. I forgot the guy that he was going up against in the playoffs, but um, the dude had like shoulder length. He had a nice flow going on, and he was leading. Well, obviously, it was tied going into the playoffs, but the dude had a chance to win it, shanked it, hit the ball into the freaking stands, and I was like, oh, this guy is a freaking choke artist right now. I think it was the fourth hole on the playoff, and dude, I saw that putt live. It was a pretty insane moment. I was like looking at how far this guy is away. I'm like, what is it, like 100 feet away from the pin? There's no way in shit. And then he hits it, and like you see the look on his face, and he's so serious. And then when it goes in, I was like, holy crap, did that guy seriously just make that putt? How in the hell did that happen? So I did actually see it live. It was a really cool moment. But then I started having the debate with a friend who was like, is this like the top highlight uh, sports moment for all of Canada in like recent history? And I was like, shit, man. We were trying to go back and like think on the last time Canada was able to like celebrate uh something like this and he brought up like sydney which you'll love sydney crosby's like golden goal i think it was 2010 uh olympics i I can't remember exactly when that was but he was like that might have been the last time canada has had a moment like this so anyways it was an incredible moment i wanted to surprise you with that and let you know that i actually did see it live it was it was pretty insane with that being said um i still have a really hard time watching golf if i put it on i'm planning on taking like a couch nap um yeah, that's part I, of it. Yeah, that is part of it. My third star of the week. Um, and uh, I hope people are paying attention to this. And if not, I encourage you to uh, to go and look it up. Uh, hopefully with no children are present. My third star of the week is going to Zion Williamson. So Zion 
is the uh is the you know the nba you know mega star who's you know been injured but when he's on the court he's phenomenal and everyone thinks he's going to be like the next big thing since lebron blah 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 he obviously plays in new orleans so that ties us to him uh even more so uh, but long story short, so last week, I think it was on Thursday or Friday, he comes out on Instagram with like this very endearing post where he's like announcing that he's going to be a dad. He's like, I'm going to be a dad. You know, he's showing off the uh, the future baby mama, beautiful photos, the whole deal, a very sweet moment. And I remember seeing that and I was like, oh, man, that's so awesome for him. So this is a, a random story and I'll tell it very quickly, but um I've talked to, and I don't, I'm not going to explain why, but a number of people that I know that work in the stripping entertainment industry, as well as some bartenders. And if anybody knows New Orleans, they know that New Orleans is a very small city. Our population is less than 500,000 people. Like I've, I'm a transplant and everywhere I go, I still run into people that I know. Like it, it's, everyone knows everybody here is a, it's a weird kind of culture, you know, small mid-sized cities, whatever. And, um, these people that work in like, you know, like the nightlife and the, and uh, the hospitality industry, um, the, the stories have been that while he's been playing for the Pelicans, the dude is at penthouse, the, the strip club on bourbon street, um, very, very frequently, like multiple times a week, dropping tens of thousands of dollars in cash, taking girls up to the private room and doing this thing. And I'm like, you know what the kid, I mean, literal kid, I, he wasn't even 21 when he got brought to new Orleans I think he's worth, uh, you know, upwards of like a hundred million dollars already. He was single. He's living his life. If they had given me that much money at the age of 20, I'd probably be fucking dead by now. So I'm not knocking on him. He was doing his thing, but there was lots of talks around New Orleans about how this guy is like putting a lot of people's like kids through college and stuff like that. Ha ha ha. Whatever. He's living his life. If it's consensual. Cool. So he comes out. Um, and the, the news is that he's going to have a kid. Well, as soon as he does, <laughs> like the next day. Uh, this, I guess she's a porn star slash like only fans model Mariah Mills and it's M O R I A H Mills goes on a completely, uh, unhinged slash calling out, including screenshots of like Snapchat conversations and text message conversations. Um, just basically calling him out for being like a liar and a cheater and all that stuff. And I have one tweet specifically because so Twitter suspended her account. Like it got to the point where it was just like what might, yesterday or two days ago, because might, she, yeah, not she, stop. she went, she went nonstop. And it, it was actually, it was kind of weird because I was looking at all the things that she was tweeting out and everyone was like defending Zion, but I'm like reading everything she's saying. And I'm like, okay, she's putting a lot of business out there publicly and it's not a good look. But with that being said, like her, she's including screenshots and like receipts of everything. Like this doesn't look good on him. So why is he also getting defended? But anyways, um, I have one tweet specifically pulled up that I will read. And this is definitely an earmuffs moment. So if you have your kids with you right now, you're in the car, I would definitely uh, pause it right here. Um, so here's the tweet and it goes in quote, I let you spit in my mouth last week when we fucked, you could have trust me. You, wait, you could have told me that you had another wife pregnant. How was that going to work moving us both to New Orleans? You think I wouldn't have found out at Zion Williamson. So that is just one example of, uh, of all the things that she was saying. But a lot of it was really crazy because it was, it was also tying like 
so there's been a lot of weird stuff going on with him, like health wise, right? Like he can't, he can't like stay healthy. He's always overweight. Like he couldn't play. He was getting injured as a result of it. He's on this big contract. What's going on? Will he ever be healthy? And she's tweeting out personal stuff. Like I was helping you lose weight. The reason why you weren't able to, uh, why you weren't able to keep, uh, you know, to keep losing weight is because you're in a toxic situation with the woman that is your baby mama. And you didn't even tell me you had her. You're flying me out to new Orleans. And then she's, you know, sharing all the screenshots and text. So I think it's fucking hilarious. Like I love the tea and I'm going to twist this into an NHL thing. I actually wish that the NHL had some shit like that every once in a while, because we do, I I don't, well, yeah, we had the Vander Kane, which is terrible. We had like, I'm not rooting for, I'm not rooting for bad things to happen, but I mean, like we had the situation with the abs player with the Ukrainian woman in the hotel during the playoffs that like didn't get any attention beyond the Colorado avalanche and the Seattle Kraken fan base, which is still fucking mind blowing. That's uh, that situation seems sketchy as hell. Um, But what I will say is like, there's a, like, the media, like, it's so crazy. Like, the frenzy around this is absolutely insane and deservedly so. You have, like, an NBA, you know, all-star, mega player, you know, millions of followers, all this stuff. And you have this, like, porn star going off on him. Um, I, I, he was uh, calling her and texting her afterwards, being like, why are you doing this? Which is also like, dude, I think the last thing you should be doing right now is reaching out because, you know, the first thing she's going to do is screenshot it and share it, which is exactly what she did. So the whole thing is messy. I just, you know, once in a while, I would like a healthy dose of uh, of some social drama around the NHL. I'm not encouraging anybody to get hurt or anything like that. But, God, it would be so much fun to keep the NHL uh, more in the news because people see stuff like this and they're like, man, this is why I love the NBA. You have, like, all the drama going on and all this crazy stuff and, like, they're eating it up. I'm on Twitter reading the tea. Uh, it was just a very entertaining thing that was going on for a couple of days. But, uh, but, yeah, that's why my third star of the week is Zion Williamson. I'm sure you saw the story, too. Oh, no, I followed it. I actually was pretty pissed that my social media team who lives on social media didn't know anything about this yesterday. I was like, well, how did you not know? Th-? Anyway, um, oh, dude, huge news. I was getting texts like you need to go on Twitter now. Oh. Like, oh, when that stuff is going on, you yeah. know, it's going down. <laughs> I, didn't follow, I, didn't, I didn't know she got I got tired of it because I didn't know. I've been following that for a week since it's broke. Yeah, um, but I because I, I was watching this. So I didn't know she got suspended. But um, I'm going to say this is this is now turning into a New Orleans sports podcast. I'm going to say. I, I fucking want him gone. I want him gone. Yeah, no, he's awful. He's stupid ass. And that's the thing is like, I, like he, he's a great player. Like he's all these things, but like, obviously he can't contain anything in his personal life. And yes. I feel so bad for, for, for New Orleans Pelicans fans because Pelicans fans here are, are very passionate. It's growing, you know, but this is a football town, but it's, it's become quicker it's almost it's close to 50 percent. i think a lot of people love the pelicans and and are supporting this team very small market and i don't know if this is culturally from you know like the the people who lead the team you know and like and i think the bensons are fantastic right but um they know how to build championships they just do anyway i think with with him right with with zion he's got to go because the pelicans i love the pelicans I obviously love the fans and I feel so bad for Pelicans fans who are waiting for Zion to like lead their team to glory because when he's on his game, he is like the dominant player in the NBA, but he can't contain anything in his personal life. He's obviously doesn't give two shits about uh, being better at basketball. He just wants to just, you know, go party. And and as a 20 something year old, he's great. Take your millions of dollars that you've, you're guaranteed to get your endorsement money. 
go, go away, go somewhere else. I, I already saw rumors about how they were looking to trade up in the draft and get rid I of Zion. I saw that this morning, and I was like, oh, shit. I was, and I was laughing. Fuck, I was yeah. like, is Do Ryan it. Mills Cut going base. to be the catalyst of Zion? Yes. Imagine, no, it's Zion it, is going to be, not her. Traded, though, and the reason why he gets traded is because like in like a, a freaking porn star called him out on just being – on like being a shady ass dude and the organization's like dude we've already been aware of a lot of this we're fucking done with the shenanigans if we can trade him um and move on from this mess and just build around what we have like you know like brandon ingram and stuff like that then then what are we doing with this kid who is a complete obviously you know personal life a fucking walking dumpster fire yeah no i i and i'm not like again you know there there's plenty of men and women and people who love to, you know, sleep around and do things. And like, that's great. Okay. Live your life. Right. Live your life. Do you, but dumbasses, he's so dumb. He, he hooked up with this, this person, Mariah or whatever. And she mm. is also unhinged. She's unhinged. Like that's another of the endless check marks on like, he's not a smart person. He's does only cares about himself. He's, and I'm sorry, but like, if you, are brought to play a sport right for a, a team and get paid tons of money. Some of what makes you up as a person should be like, I'm, I'm, I'm taking this seriously and I'm, I'm here to do a job. Right. And he's not, so he's got to go. I hope the Pelicans fucking trade his ass, move up in the draft regroup because we cannot milk this thing and let this thing play out for another three or four years and then just lose him anyway. Uh, like we did with Anthony Davis, who also is a shit bum like he's the guy's just a turd right so like need to i think the locker room needs to button this shit up we gotta get some hardcore uh you know um this is how we our team this is what we do watch yourself don't be a dumbass get rid of zion this whole situation makes me so mad i'm just like so pissed off about this because he's just we've given him so many chances and he's just proving over and over and over again that he is just not a smart person and he's mm-hmm. never going, he's never going to be the player we want him to be. And if he goes to another team and he figures himself out, because guess what? He's also a young ass kid. I did a whole bunch of shit that, 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 that like in my younger years, thank God I didn't have, a, there was a, there wasn't a phone around to screw me up, but I did a lot of dumb shit. Right. But like, you know, and you can say he's just a kid. He's figuring it out. Well, there's plenty of young kids out there that play professional sports that figure this shit out. Right. Plenty mm-hmm. of NBA players that are fucking awesome and super young and get their shit together and are, we don't need that. It's a bad investment for the team. Move them out. Get them out. Get them out immediately. Fire sale. Have him. Yeah, that's it. I agree with you 100%. And yeah, it is infuriating, like as a uh, loose Pelicans fan till the Sonics are back. Bring back the Sonics. Um, but uh, it's also entertaining as shit. But yeah, this yep. kid, he, he's a dumpster fire. He's got to go. He doesn't care about anything. And in fact, there was uh, some... Uh, screenshots and stuff that she was sharing about how she was like, you don't even care about basketball or your teammates. Um, the night of your press conference, when you were talking about how you were to whatever to play the game, it was like the same nights that he was texting her like, hey, can I fly you out to here and we can do da 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 All the kid cares about is fucking getting laid and fucking around, which again, I don't give a shit, but your first priority, you know, you're getting paid tens of millions of dollars to play a sport. Like that should be your number one priority. And, uh, you know, spitting in uh porn stars mouths and knocking up other chicks and creating all this drama and trying to hide it and <laughs> it's all coming out so yeah it is what it is man listen i'm not here to freaking kink shame anybody do your thing no. but damn, but damn no. dude like like this like you said like he's unhinged he's uh he's doing his thing with unhinged people and it's bleeding over into his professional life and i think he's gonna be out yeah exactly there's there's 
there's for the rest of human history, there's always going to be uh, 20 year olds and really any 20 year olds making bad decisions. Right. And that's part of learning and growing up. This is what yeah. it is. But uh, there should be some responsibility on him to, to do better. But anyway, we'll move on. All right. Number second star. And I'm just going to keep it super short um, is this is I'm wor- I'm finally doing something that I've always wanted to do. Um, I'm planning something as a surprise for my wife and it's going to for her birthday's coming up. I'm excited. Um, I'm just going to keep it at that. No, nobody that listens to this podcast knows how to get in touch with her. It would not ruin a surprise, but I'm just not taking any chances because I'm planning a surprise trip, um, which I'm so pumped about to be doing. Nice. So it's taking actually her to, t- taking her to Baton Rouge. I'm very, that's, we're awesome. going to Applebee's in Baton Rouge. <laughs> You're going to take her to walk ons for some wings. She's like, Oh, no. thank you. I'm so glad we're married. <laughs> no, nope, we're going to do, we're going to do Applebee's. We're going to do some whipped cream on the, uh, whatchamacallit. Oh, and we're going to have okay. the bourbon street steak, Bur- bourbon street steak. Yes. No, right. I can't, I can't divulge any information, but I'm wor- actually working <laughs> on it. Plane tickets have been bought. So it's officially locked in <laughs> babysitting for the week has been, already secured so like a week oh you're going all out okay like five days over a weekend but anyway it's romantic over here i like it i got it got it got it you know got it hey look it's not about where the it's not about the grass is always greener you know if you're sitting there going like man the grass is always greener over there and over there and over there well guess what fucking water your own grass man unless there's a drought then then you should probably try to find some other grass you sh- yeah well that's <laughs> hey there's no drought here brother <laughs> all right my second star of the week is uh it's just wedding season i did another wedding uh this past weekend it, so, was, a, it was a sunday wedding you were as because you I, it was you, th- thursday i had the rehearsal dinner friday was the actual wedding i stayed at a hotel like an hour north of uh new orleans and the wedding was actually on this vineyard the whole thing was beautiful great wedding Multiple drinks were had. I get out of the wedding. A couple friends of mine that are there, they bust out a joint or two. I partook in some extracurricular activities. There was an after party at a bar slash club that was rented out. Buckets of beer and shots were had. Um, yeah, it was a it was a very very uh, very good time. Uh, shit got loose. We had a, and we had a lot of fun. By the end of it, I was exhausted. My Saturday felt like a Sunday. My Sunday felt like a Monday. So yeah, just getting back to being myself and getting in the swing of things. But uh, wedding season is here, man. And I will be in uh, Laguna Beach on the end of August for another wedding. Uh, so yeah, it's uh, it's it's nonstop. Dude, that's all. Hey, weddings are fun. Weddings are fun. We're, we're we're out of wedding seasons right now, so I'm so jealous. Yeah, we don't. We, I'm we don't jealous, have, but it's no. also like while I'm in it, I have a blast. But I'm yeah. also like, you know, what would be great is to not spend entire weekends tied up doing wedding shit because I'm fucking 38 years old. Anyways. That is true. That is true. I get that. Yeah. It's um, time consuming. Anyways, second star. Uh, uh, my number one star is the bir- birthday uh, run. My birthday is coming up in a few days, and. Um, I'm actually excited about it just in general. Just love it. Mo- mainly because of this is like Father's Day Sunday. So I'm pumped for that. And and I just talked to my wife this morning. Like, we're not doing shit on Sunday. I don't want to do anything. I just want to chill out with the kids at the house. We, we've got so many activities going on. So we're going to and we still have <laughs> three activities that day. So we're doing that. Um, but also my son's birthday was last week. He's officially eight. We had a pool party for him. That went great. My wife crushed it with like helping us to, to, to plan that. It was awesome. Um, so anyway, just kind of like the vibes of summertime. I always love summertime, even though it's fucking hot here, like crazy already, like just out of control hot. Um, but June will always be, you know, my favorite month. 
um, just because of the vibes of it. So I'm just pumped. Anyway, that's I mean, my number one star. Yeah. My first star of the week, and this is a play on what we talked about last week. My first star of the week is Aliens. Dude, it's I thought this podcast was going to be like a short one, and here we are talking about my favorite shit. Dude, so Aliens, first star, and it's crazy that you talked about this last week, and then obviously Las Vegas wins the Stanley, but uh, the the video, multiple videos came out, TikTok, YouTube, the whole deal, uh, what appeared to be um, you know, non-human spacecraft, like landing in las vegas and like an actual alien being body whatever the fuck like outside of these people's homes their video sucked it. by the way I, you the really video sucked. i've seen a lot of breakdown of people like slow-moing it and pointing out different things it's, it's just freaking crazy man like they're here they're visiting us it's it's pretty gnarly so yeah that video was absolutely insane i was gonna text it to you but i was like i know jeff is already on top of it so there's no need oh, for yeah. me to do that um, but yeah, man, aliens, number one, uh, all in the news. That shit is crazy. I, I encourage people to watch those videos that they haven't done already. I want to say this is feel free. If you do find alien information, please text me about that. Less hockey. Since we're kind of like more in a break of hockey stuff, like just move to texting me about alien shit. So, um, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. This the people saw the uh, the UFO coming, like something coming down in Las Vegas, and then a nine one one call. These people at yes. a house made a nine one one call, which is why people are saying this is legit, even though the video sucked. Is like these these people were like, "Hey, something is crap. Like something has happened in our backyard. We went to investigate it, and there's like there's people out in our backyard, and they're like they're like this, they're ten feet tall." And yeah, they're like eight to 10 feet tall. I don't recognize them. They got like these huge eyes and like something just landed and like we're freaking out. 911 call. And then it's super shady too because, you know, the 911 call takes place. But now the house and specifically the backyard where all of this happened has been like completely tarped off. Like the whole, the whole scene, the whole area has like a giant tarp over it. Like they're freaking fumigating their house or something. So, it has Wait, like, like now, like after. Now. Yeah. Oh, so like yes. people can't see in or out of the home or of the backyard. So, you know, the government has come in and, and put a squash on all that. And again, what? it looks like they have to like do something to the house with chemicals. But no, like that, that house is completely uh, tarped off right now. You cannot see in or out of that thing. No way. Yeah. It's pretty. I didn't intense. know that. So oh, you yeah. text me that shit. I didn't know that part. I, Sorry, I, thought you know, I, thought, I was like, Jeff is definitely tracking no. all of this right now. No, I'm trying not to be in my later years. I'm trying not to be a know-it-all. So, like, I don't know it all. I got to know these things. All I know is I know nothing. Good. Throw it at me, man. Throw it at me. All right. There, there you go. go. That That is uh, our three stars of the week. Uh, summer schedule, man. Summer, I actually got to go pick the kids up from uh, vacation Bible school uh, at a church we don't attend. Uh, but, man, it's a sweet camp. Dude, like, this, this like, three-hour thing that they go to, the, like – the I have to send you a picture of like the what they do there. Um, you know, we send our kids over the years to a lot of you know like little summer camp, like day camp things that they can go to and stuff like that. This one's nuts. Like the amount of production value they put into this camp, like it's the theme is astronauts. What? You walk, Jesus I got in space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like I don't know. I didn't space stick Jesus. around. Look, I'm a I'm a big believer in JC. Right, I'm a big believer. I love going to church, all that good stuff. Um, but I will say is uh, I didn't stick around for the show. Uh, I'm always I'm always up for checking in with the big guy upstairs, but I didn't stick around for the show. But I got to send you this video, dude, and I should tweet this is like this church known for this awesome thing. Um, you walk in 
and it was like welcome to the and they use technical terms like welcome to the astronaut uh, uh which what do you call that like decompression chamber or something like that oh, shit. like um you, like and you're walking in and they have they have a it's almost nhl entrance ice entrance like you know when the players introduced like like the shark like the like the shark mouth like the cool like the 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 tentacle that the kraken have yeah they it, they you walk through this little tunnel and they have um smoke coming out like you know like a fake fake smoke or whatever like you know what do you call that a fog a fog machine pumping out and saying like welcome to the spaceship thing and i'm like is this a scientology church do we sign our kids up for scientology i don't know <laughs> After anyway, they're like theta levels or some shit like that. It's nuts. It's like cool. It's cool. It's cool as shit. I walked in to pick them up on Monday and like there was a full on like play going on with costumes and singing and like space stuff. I was like, oh, man, maybe it is. Jesus, cool shit. Jesus loves me. This I know for the Bible tells me so. Yeah. So I went to a uh, I went to a uh, one church camp when I was in like fourth grade and a very quick uh, version of the story is is that I was really young, but there was this girl there and I was like, Oh my God, she's so hot, huge crush on her. And then we like, they had like horseback riding and all these trails and we were like walking, walking these trails. And, um, it like kind of snaked up this, like kind of like really hilly area. And I was like, yeah, I'm like trying to be cool in front of this chick. I was like, I'm just going to hop this, like, like the orange plastic, like construction fencing. And I was like, it, it was blocked off like in the middle. So like, you can't go straight down the hill. And I was like, yeah, I'm just going to hop down this thing. And then I'm just going to go straight down the hill and I'll see y'all down there suckers. And uh, everyone's like, you're crazy. So I jumped the fence and I was like, see y'all down there. I was like trying to be cool in front of this chick. Well, the hill is so steep that I'm walking down. And then all of a sudden my walk turns into a jog and then it turns into oh. a full on, oh, a full a- on run. No, and I am hauling ass and I'm not trying to run like the hill is so oh. steep. And so I'm hauling ass down it. No. And at the very end is another orange plastic like fence thing, <laughs> like blocking it off. Like, do not come down or up this area. And I'm running so fast involuntarily. And I'm like, the only way that I can that I can get past this this fence thing is if I try to jump it because I'm screwed. And wow. so I get I get close to it and I jump and like my left foot snags on it. Oh all face forward into a path that was all gravel so no. i land, i land on the side of my face and the gravel like completely runs down the whole like right side of my face oh um i am like bleeding all over they had to take me to medical and they like they had to like patch me up and then like put a bunch of gauze so i look like freaking two face and batman and i had like the whole right side of my face is like all shiny it was like, like i just covered myself in like vaseline and blood and had all these patches on and then I remember there was like some like youth meeting or something like right after that. So they sent me to that. And I remember going and sitting in with my face looking like that and the girl looking at me and giving me a look like she was horrified. And I was like, I'm never coming back to this camp again. <laughs> that, dude. Wow. Wow. That is yeah. a story. That is a coming yeah. of age story right there. If I've ever heard one. That's way to awesome. go. Way to go, Jesus. Way to look out for me. You know, you can't help me out on this one fence. I had to hop in front of this chick I'm trying to talk to. I'm in fourth grade. Cut me some slack. Yeah, but Jesus gave you the strength to recover from that. And look yeah. at you now. Look at you now. <laughs> like he healed yeah. you. Like no, the people. Right. In you got a great life. You got awful. a great girlfriend. And if, what if you had gone with the? What if you gone with the Bible camp chick? Like you could have been divorced by now. I don't even. You know. don't know. You know what I mean? Know. So like maybe that was what happened. Was that like you got that thought? 
and you went yeah. down and like it was really like jc was like what's up i gave you that thought now you yeah, thought. yeah that's what happened yeah. so so got you i got you man uh-huh. so and there you go anyway all right <laughs> how did that happen that was the best part of the podcast this whole this whole bible camp know. slash face gravel smash yeah horrible so, horrible traumatizing i'm still talking to my therapist about it uh well there you go okay good well we need sponsorships to pay for uh joey's therapy and my therapy as well which is great uh-huh. um different reasons but um anyway thank you so much for listening to this podcast congrats to the las vegas golden knights i won't say that again i swear um but i'm i, I did see i did see uh one of the spit and chicklets guys tweeted a picture an hour ago with jack eichel at a bar and oh, jack nice. eichel, jack eichel is just obliterated yeah you can just tell he's he's tired he doesn't look sloppy drunk in the picture but you can just tell this dude is just putting one on so there's yeah there's nothing going on upstairs he's he's checked out for the night it's daylight you know what i mean so it's like anyway (laughs) so that is be fun to watch but uh we'll keep coming up with shit to talk about in this podcast so we'll be back again next week um july might be nuts well anyway long story short just keep in touch with us let us know how your summer's going hit us up at the kraken pod or at kraken pod everywhere on social media thanks for giving us the five stars I would assume we got some chirps still ready to go. Always, man. I always find something good. Find us a chirp. Let's rock it out. Have an awesome uh, June. Enjoy the Stanley Cup hijinks. We will. And thank you for being a member of the Kraken Pod. We will leave you with the Kraken Pod chirp of the week. Are you getting used to this being the new normal for you? Uh, you know, I'll say a couple pretty good players on this panel. And, and Biz is here, too. So. <laughs> oh, there you go. Oh, some more. Oh, okay, okay. Somebody throwing shots at me, all right? All right.